Welcome to episode 14 of the J Bunny's Music Hub podcast. I'm your host, J Bunny. Now for this episode, this was another episode recorded at the Debonair Music Hall, the same night that I interviewed Marty McCoy from Bobaflex. For this episode, I interviewed three of the members from up-and-coming band Aspire out of Long Island, New York. I hadn't heard of these guys too much beforehand, and actually had them brought to my attention by a PR person I had reached out to to book another interview for this show. Uh, that interview wound up not happening, but the uh, PR person had reached out to me and said, check out this new band, and not too long after, I found out they were touring with Bobaflex. Like I said in the episode with Bobaflex, I've been friends with those guys for years now, and I was going to be at the show anyway. So I was going to have the opportunity to check out the Spire and told the uh, PR lady that I would uh, I would take the interview. They were a great bunch of guys, and the show was awesome. So without further ado, here they are. All right, what's up, everybody? It's Jay Bunny. I'm here at the Debonair Music Hall in Teaneck, New Jersey, with Rob Movagno and Dennis Gudio. I wrote it down, and I can't Gaudio. fucking read what Gaudio. I just wrote. Gaudio, okay. Gaudio guys... with a G. <laughs> and you guys are from the band Aspire. How are you doing today? Good. How are you doing? Good. Thank How you very much for coming. Oh, I'm, I'm all right. Taking your I'm time right. out. So... I got. I got to admit, I I'd never heard of you guys before uh, before yeah, this show. So I mean, as far as I can tell, with the with the research I tried to do, you guys are relatively new yeah, to the scene. New. Uh, so I wanted to know first, uh, like, how did you come up with your band name, and how did your band come together? I mean, whichever order you want to do it, and if the band came first, okay, name well, came first. But as far as the band coming together first, you know, um, we have all been friends for a really long time. Um, we go back a long way. We've played in different incarnations of bands through the years um and then i kind of called these guys up and was like hey let's put something together again um and we started writing and um you know things just started clicking um and then it came to a point where we had to decide on a name and we did our squabbling back and forth but we didn't want to stay with a typical you know a typical name we really wanted it to mean something um you know as well as be inspirational but you know give something a positive um thought and right right you know we came up with despair yeah, we kind of just melded two words together despair and inspire come up with despire so okay you get the people you know, when they're at the lowest of the low yeah but something that inspires. they find to inspire you yeah to, to, to get back to the top you know and when you get to our age man you know that's everyone's been through that kind of shit <laughs> life, man. you know you gotta be sooner or later you're gonna be down man you're gonna be down you're gonna be out you a pretty low state and it's you know you can either follow in that or you can use that to you know better yourself all right and just so everyone knows who you are well, my name's kevin cassidy kevin okay he's kevin the bass, bass player. player all right sorry I thought you were... <laughs> no that's fine that's fine man so um the only information i could really find on you guys came from like your website okay. so uh according to the bio on your website uh, you recorded your first EP with Joey Z from Life of Agony, yeah. and so, uh, after catching his ear, it said. So I was wondering how he found out about you guys. Um, well, we have mutual friends of myself and Joey, um, in a band called Kill Code, who's from the area. Okay, I'm York familiar area. with them. Yeah, um, they have recorded their one of their uh, their latest um, album with Joey, and I'm friends with Chaz, the guitar player, and you know he um, happened to talk to Joey about us and. You, know, you got a hold of a, one of our a demo that we kind of did a long time ago. Five years ago. Yeah, and then um, he had gotten in touch with me through email and stuff, and said, you know, wow, you know, I like, you know, what was on there. You know, what are you guys doing? It just so happened that we, you know, put the new band together and was writing new material. Yeah. And we sent them some demos of what we were doing, and he loved he loved it. Now with Joey, he doesn't just 
you know, sit there and, you know, say, come and record. Yeah, yeah. So he had to actually come down to one of our reco uh, yeah, rehearsals. Kind of had an audition for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he saw we were had the same vision, and, you know, he's like, let's let's do this. And he, he not only, you know, became best best friends and buds and it was kind of like family now yeah um we called him on miyagi because he <laughs> you know he taught us a lot he's he's got a, such a um, a well of knowledge yeah and he really brought out he had the same vision you know he helped us through with the stories of him being on the road and his years in and and what he brought out individually while we recorded and all of us uh -huh. was great man and um you know i it's like a bucket list thing for me because yeah. I've always been a Life of Agony fan. Yeah, so. yeah. He's, Actually, he's just, just uh, a real cool guy to work with and super mellow and knows how to get what he needs out of you yeah. without pressuring you, you know? So, very cool. Yeah, awesome I just, guy. I just saw those guys. I mean, I've seen them before, but I just saw them. Uh, they recently played a show at the QXT's, the goth club in Newark, which when they announced that, I was like, what? I was a little confused because they don't do a whole lot of, like, Concerts, especially not metal concerts yeah. at, at the Goth Club. And I was like, okay. And I had a, I had a hook up with the sound guy, so I wanted to be. Yeah, they help. they have a great show. The the new album's yeah. awesome. Yeah. You know, and yeah, yeah. When we were recording, you know, he was just finishing that up, and he recorded a lot of it in his own studio, man. And uh, we were like, so we got to ride a little bit of that train of him, like his waiting to release the New Life of Agony album, man. Yeah. Hearing clips and shit, so mm. it was it was a good time for us to be in the studio. With that's him, you know? that's awesome. That's uh, awesome. So um, you guys recorded an EP with him, yes, right. and you released that through Pavement Entertainment yeah, back we were, in October. So how did that relationship? Well, with again, we happen? you know we saw the response that we were getting by playing live, and we knew we had something with the music, you know, especially having Joey on board with us now, um, and he him producing it and all that. We um. You know, we started sending it out like anybody really, would. it's a little bit goofy because you know? we, you know, we sat with Joey and we were like, you know, should we send it here or there? And he was like, well, you got to have a real EPK. And the EPK has to be set up that it can't be recorded. It can only be listened to. Yeah. And, you know, we were doing this stuff ourselves, man. We're all busy. Yeah. So we set it up and we were like, all right, I think this is right. Now we have this page set up. Yeah. And we were like, we had a list of people we were going to send it to, and we took like the top five, like, out of the park record labels, man, that would be like, you know, Megaforce and, you know, Sony, like all these big labels, like five of them. Let's just see if it works. Yeah. See if this thing even, if I'm sending it right. Yeah. And we sent it, and one of them was Megaforce, and, and Pavement and Megaforce share an office, and they're affiliated with each other, and somehow it got through the pavement and uh, we got an email like a week like so it was kind of a goof yeah yeah you know we sent it to these labels and uh we got an email back saying hey we like this you want to talk we we're like this is like some freaking buddy in in africa trying to send <laughs> just send us your credit card you know yeah it, just, it happened you know and then the next day it was like hey you know and the next guy up the ladder is listening to it man we really want to talk so rob called and they were like all right we're going to send it up to the president it's mark and tim king from soil well, yeah, is our ar rep there and he called us and he was like guys man we're, we're serious you know we're like okay you know, you know they they had the same Again, Joey and Pavement have the same vision that we wanted for the band, and, and they heard, you know, where we were trying to go with it. Right, right. Yeah, it's and, a real raw you know, recording, yeah. man. You know, we personally we listen to stuff that's a little bit more polished. A lot of us we listen to, and in the on the tour, man, we got Five Finger cranking, and all our freaking all that remains, and yeah. you know, and that stuff's pretty polished. 
And when we got in the studio, man, you know, Joey was like, listen, man, I've seen you guys live now a few times. Let me, let me freaking steer this boat a little bit. Okay. And he really pushed us into this, like, a real driving raw sound, man, you know. And, yeah. and that's kind of making a comeback, too. You know, a lot of bands now, uh, they'll record and send, uh, send all the tracks to a, a mastering house that digi digitizes the whole thing and makes everything absolutely perfect and... You know, so not that that's bad. It's just not, not what I don't think any of us saw for the for the, our initial break. Right, you know? right, right. Okay. We wanted it to be pretty raw, man. So again, there's gonna be a lot of referring back to the bio on your website. Mm -hmm. That's all I could find. Yeah, no, that's cool. Did uh, they ever send you the EP? Did you ever listen? No, to I, I only heard the. I, I watched the, the the video. Yeah, I figured I'd pick one up when I was cool, here today. Awesome. Um, so on the bio, it says that the, the band is made up of seasoned musicians. So I was I was curious if anybody in the band had ever been in any other bands that me or the listeners might be familiar with. Well, um, Kevin back in the day used to yeah, play with I the guys in Suffocation. In, oh, okay. First iteration of Suffocation. I went to high school with all those guys with Doug Cerrito and Mike and freaking you know and Terrence and so and. Um, when the band started, that band, you know, it, it, it started to, to go into the really unique death metal band yeah. that it is today. It, right. w it was, you know, I was having a hard time with it, man. I was I was always leading more at the time. I was into Flotsam and Jetsam. Right, right. And, uh, you know, I had a different, a little bit of a different outlook, and uh, I ended up leaving the band, and uh, I think a month later they were in Japan, man. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we all, you know, I, well, we've been through all different bands from the Tri-State area, you know, some of us uh, out on the road. Steel, Steel Rain, Rain, Rain for a long time for a long locally. Time, and um, in a few yeah, bands. local bands, you know. But nothing. he grew up in the music yeah. industry with his dad, Brad, our other guitar player. His, his father's, you know, the Johnny famous Maestro. Johnny Maestro from the yeah. Brooklyn Bridge. Wow, really? So yeah, he yeah. grew up in the music industry. So we've always been surrounded musically. I've been playing myself since I'm, you know, in eight years old. Oh, you wow. know, as far as I started as a drummer and stuff. But we've all been in the music industry for a long time, playing, playing clubs, writing music, you know. So, you know, it's no stranger to get up there and play. Right, right. Okay. Fair enough. Now, uh, that, that actually kind of brings me right into my next question, which is uh, how, how old were you when you first decided to start getting into playing? Again, my, for me, the first time, I mean, I, I want to say I was around eight years old when I first saw the band Kiss. Okay. Um, I loved the larger-than-life, get-away-from-reality, you know, that whole in-awe kind of feeling, yeah, and, yeah. you know, and the people yelling and screaming, and I really, um, again, I grew up in music, my my mom was always listening to the Beatles and Zeppelin so okay. I always had a thing for music and that's really what what started me and then when I was about I'm gonna say 15 years old was when I first started playing out in bars okay you know with some local bands um, but yeah I've always it's always been a dream of mine you know whether I make it big or not it's it's a really a labor of love right, you know right. I like helping people I like to if I can someone can come up to me at the end of the night and say you know what Man, that song just it, it struck a chord with me, man. It, it was awesome. And this is cool. That's, like, just you know, doing this. What yeah, we're doing right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. You know, some guys go bowling, man. Yeah. You know, some guys <laughs> go on hunting trips. I mean, granted, we all want to make it, you know, we want yeah. it to go to the next level. Oh, but yeah. it'd be awesome you know, to be, you know, self-supportive, yeah. you know. And Dennis and me have been, you know, we've, we know each other since we are kids, man. So yeah. we we used to sit in his bedroom, man, you know, playing along to Iron Maiden and I remember when he first came in with a Metallica album with Kill 'Em All. Nice. You know, 
Every real album. All friends and we were like, what is that? That, that was, was hard. <laughs> yeah, I would be him. Awesome. like, dude, do you, are you listening to this? And yeah. they were like, it's freaking retarded. <laughs> me and him just sat and just fucking learned every song, man. We used to play through, like, the whole Megadeth album, man, one side to the other. And, you know, just, put, you know, so we've been, me and him have been playing together since. Yeah, since teenagers. Teen, teenagers. Yeah, well, and there's nothing yeah. like live music. I don't care what anybody says, man. You know, it's great to put a CD out. But to see bands live, and, and, you know, hopefully people need to start coming out more because the, the experience of hearing live music and the, at the energy level is really nothing else like it. And right, that's how right. I honestly feel when it comes to seeing bands live, or, you know, in any aspect. Yeah. At any level, you know. So I, I just, that's, it's just this thing, this energy thing. Yeah, no, I, I, lo I love going yeah. to shows, man. And it's funny because I get into this weird little... I don't want to say argument, but I guess that's what it is with my father, where he'll say to me like, you know, because I'm 34 years old, when are you gonna grow the fuck up, cut your <laughs> cut your hair, and stop going okay. to these shows? Meanwhile, when I was a teenager, I wasn't allowed to. Yeah, so right. what the like? Yeah. But you know, you know what the bottom line is. It's like what I even tell anybody. You know what? If it's in you, it's in you, man. Yeah. It's yeah. just there's plenty of people. Whether you want to make it a full time career or you just do it because you like to do it, man. It's there's yeah. nothing. Never have anybody tell you. But for us, man, man, I mean, this is it, like like we were saying. If you really think about the progression of it, it's 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 a pretty interesting story. It's kind of cool, you know. Like we we did this when we were kids, yeah. you know. We had dreams at that time, man. We played in a lot of bands. We made demos. We did it all different together and apart, and sent shit out and saw other friends of ours, man. We're from Long Island, you yeah. know. A lot of big bands come from Long Island, right? Right. You know, a lot, and uh, a lot of friends of ours, man. You know. And we all, you know, it, and a lot of guys are, were like us, man. You're just jamming, we're playing, we're playing parties, we're just hanging out, we're playing bars, we're playing local circuits. And now, you know, we marry, we have jobs, and a little bit later in life, man. It happens. We put, comes back around. Yeah, 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 comes yeah. back around, and not, yeah, here we are. And we, <laughs> we didn't try as hard, if that makes any sense. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean, not I that this is not a lot of fucking work, but it. It, it seemed more apropos, like it was more poetic, man, you know? You could it talk. just freaking, uh... Oh, <laughs> hey. Yeah. I'm like, I figure you're talking to you. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, it was like, cause it, but now we have a, like even Newsday out by us and stuff are talking about it because it's like, it's, it's kind of a cool story, you know? Yeah. And for, for me, my kids are getting a little bit bigger, and my wife is we're married long enough that, you know, I'm away for three weeks now. It's like, yeah, right, you know, it's cool. She understands. Yeah. And it's like, uh, it's a cool story, man, you know? It just, and the way it happened. We, right, right. we really weren't trying that hard, you know? Yeah. But the music is definitely having an effect on people, which is really cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're getting real good responses at the shows, you know, everybody's coming up to us afterwards and really digging it, so, you know, it's a yeah, good, good feeling when you, they you like know? your original stuff. Yeah, yeah, I haven't, I haven't, this will be my first time seeing you guys, I, I feel like you, I, I've, in doing my research last night, I've seen that you've played places or played with, like, played places I've been or played with bands that I've seen, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but we've, uh, I've never caught yeah, you yet. We, we've been lucky that way, too, man. We get pulls, like, we've played with all the remains, like I said before, man, which was a dream for me, man. I love that band, you know? Devil Driver, Drowning Devil Pool. Devil Driver, Drowning Pool. Gemini and Syndrome. Through Fire, and Gemini Syndrome a couple times, and, like, all freaking really cool bands, man. Oh, and 
they'd be coming through New York and we we would get a call right away to go on the bill. It helps draw, if the music is good and you draw. And yeah, yeah, yeah. We, now we have, you know, and people dig it and uh, and those guys dig it, man. When you're hanging out with, you know, with, with guys in that, on that level and they come out here and they're like, wow, that's, that was freaking cool, man. Like, holy shit, that's fucking excellent, man. <laughs> you know? <laughs> So kind of kind of piggybacking off of that because you mentioned a bunch of the bands that that you have played with yeah. before. Um, are there any band? I mean, I'm sure that there are. What what are some of the bands that you guys would like like you haven't played with yet, but you'd like to? Well, I mean, yeah, the list is probably extensive. Right but, <laughs> I mean, there's so many bands. I mean, I every every step of the way that we've been going is another notch higher. We've been getting with you know bigger bands, um, you know, at different levels. I mean. For me, I would love to be playing with Five Finger Death Punch, uh, newer bands, Avenged Sevenfold, yeah, yeah. to be on a bill with them. And that's then, of course, what, the, the bands that we grew up with. Everybody's dream would be like to open for Metallica or like yeah, yeah, an Iron yeah. Maiden. Yeah. You know, I don't even know if I would want to do that. Anymore. Yeah, I probably would be like, what the hell? <laughs> but just to, if, just to, if, as long as the band progresses, and we always try to outdo ourselves, like you know, go to the next level. So like the next tours that we're looking into is in, you know a next step up for us. Yeah, yeah. And and you know in the long term I want to be headlining and 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 doing our own shows. You right, know? right, right. But right now I'm I'm humbled and I take it as it comes and I'm just happy that the train is going uphill. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that's pretty much where we're at. We just keep trying to chug along and look ahead and up. You know. So um, I know that you guys just put out. As we mentioned before you just put out the the EP back in October. Yeah. But are you guys working on, on more music and working on maybe like a full length album? Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. We actually. Dennis, uh, you want to tell them? That we, yeah. yeah, we're we're working on all new stuff. We have about six songs done already, and got a, a bunch more that you know are in the works. So we're uh, always writing, always recording demos, sending them out to Joey and. You know, getting label, his yeah. opinion. And, I yeah, think the label's know. expecting us to have probably 12, 14 songs yeah. in the can. No, we're still pushing this EP. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. We're, I mean, it just we're trying out. to yeah. break through, you know, and we're using this, uh, I mean, as far as, you know, for people to find out who we are. The goal for this EP and us getting on these tours is really to introduce everybody to Despire. Right. Yeah. You yeah. Know? That's why it um, was a short, you know, EP version. I mean, we had a long meeting with the, with the label about that, about their idea about putting out a short album and and uh they picked these songs and they picked a single and uh you know we let it's a, a cool thing about getting to this point is to not have to rack our brains with decisions like that right no and it's a blessing for us that yeah. for eight weeks our song irritation has been on the metal contraband charts eight weeks straight and we're at number 26 yeah, right now you know they just closed it out for yeah. we're at 26 I mean, for the last two you weeks, know number so. one and two on there like cannibal corpse yeah you know so just being a company band with, band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with those bands you know and we never in a million years because everybody would tell us you know for a new oh, band man, don't yeah. expect you know don't to be on the, the chart, in the yeah. top 50 and yeah, yeah. we debuted at like number 38 you know and yeah. we moved around a little bit we stayed on the charts and we ended up at 26 and we're like wow you know, yeah, which is cool, man. Like, you know, holy shit. Yeah, it's awesome. cool, man. You know. Um, so another thing that I noticed when I was when I was looking, I looked at your Facebook also last night. I noticed that you guys uh, a lot of your face a lot of your Facebook is is 
like reposts of articles from Blabbermouth and, and, and sites of the sort. But mm-hmm. I also noticed a random, amidst all of like the metal news, a random uh, WWE.com article. Yeah, so yeah, I was yeah. just wondering if you guys are wrestling fans. I am. I'm a huge wrestling fan. Yeah. I love it. And I'm a horror fan as Didn't well. Then we, we almost stopped at the headquarters. We were playing in games. Yeah. Connecticut, he was like, oh shit, we gotta stop. Yeah, you know, <laughs> the way like, I look at it is. Headquarters right here, man. It's, it's entertainment, yeah. you know? Yeah. And our fans or fans of anybody. We're humans too, like right. you know what I mean, and it's not. So we want to show people that you know it's not only just about the spire and whatever music. We want everybody to read about all kinds of music, movies that are coming out, or interests that we like. Right, right. You know, and and yeah, I love sports and I love you know wrestling and any kind of entertainment or anything newsworthy. The only thing I got to say that we won't do, and I don't you know, is political man this band is not political i don't try not to get involved in any of that and i'm sure it's these guys do man. so you won't it's see any posts like this man. this is lighthearted. Yeah. music entertainment is for you to escape reality in everyday life yeah. and and to make and you forget about those it's in sports things, now you know? it's in fucking movies it's everywhere yeah. man i'm like leave music alone man. Yeah. Right, right. Please, but yes man. we are big fans of wrestling i know yeah. i am i, I like I'm all not, that stuff I, you know ufc i like it all so i was wondering then um what what is one of your songs that you've got now that you think would work best as like you know, an entrance thing for you say a wrestler? That because <laughs> I think of this all the time of like who would you know would come out and you know I'm gonna say I have irritation I think would work really well um, and you know I thought of black because of like you know the Undertaker has kind of that eerie kind of yeah, yeah you know so but I would think one of those two I think would fit a wrestler. You know, if you get someone on the Undertaker end, I would go with Black. If you just some, want someone who's just out to just kick your ass and beat you down, Irritation. irritation. That's funny. You know? we just, we just <laughs> I'd love to write a song, though, yeah, specifically. No, so I was going to ask that, that too. Like, no, we're yeah. working on a new song now, and that was my basis. It got a little bit melded in the last few oh, months, yeah, yeah. man. But when I first wrote it, it was with Conor McGregor, and I was watching him on that when he fought uh, Meriwether. And it was like, I'm freaking, this song came to me, man, and I started fucking with it, man, and I had the words and shit, man, and, you know, it's been evolving a little bit, man, right. and it's definitely in the works, but I was like, this this is the song for this dude, I want to send it yeah. to him, man, you know? And that's on the, I think, on the booklet. I would love to submit it and, you know, to wrestling, UFC, yeah, I was gonna boxing, say, uh, I think it's cool. I, I, think, both, be, well, I think both uh, both the UFC and the WWE, kind of intertwine. I mean, but they both, they both sort of embrace, especially... Now that uh, Triple H has taken a bit more of a prominent role up in the management of WWE, yeah. I mean, all of his entrance themes were fucking Motorhead. Like mm-hmm. he's a metal guy. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, and actually, Joey Z, he um, when he was with I think Stereo Mode, they did a song, and he told us the wrestler. They actually had a wrestler in WWE for a while. That Raven, ate, Raven, Raven, yeah. Raven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Life. He did the song for Raven. You know, they did that song. I loved, know? I loved that band. Yeah. Oh, sorry, they were great. Man. Stereo Mode was great. awesome. I never yeah, got I a chance to see them. But, yeah, well, they, they, uh, it was some, it was really an inner, it was the business end that kind of, you know, defunct the band. So, mm. the, the business is fickle sometimes. Right, <laughs> right. Well, I, I, that, man, you're segueing really well. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. another question that I had for you is that what, what do you think of the sort of the state of the music industry right now, where a lot of fans they, they kind of, they, they will, they'd rather subscribe to Spotify than buy a CD. Or, or illegally download and say, well, you know, bands make all their money at shows anyway, so what do we got to buy the yeah, music right. for? Well, you know, it's a double-edged short, and this is the, you can have a three-hour conversation on this. In short, in saying, 
it, it's uh, to me it's a lot harder for bands nowadays. I kind of like the mystique. I liked going out and buying albums, buying CDs, and reading the liner notes and seeing the artwork. Um, and with the internet, okay, to me it takes away from. It's great where you can get the music out around the world instantaneous, and a lot of people can know who you are. Right. Where I think it hurts you is one. In the pocket, because yeah. artists don't make any money anymore really doing that. You have to play live, you know, 300 shows a year. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. but what it also hurts on the end, even like YouTube, I mean, people don't go to see shows anymore. Why? Because you can type in the name of a band and watch their show and their everything live, live on the computer. In your back, man. And you're never going to get that experience. I remember as a kid, I could the only way I can hear or see my favorite bands was to go out and buy their album or go out and buy Hip Parade yeah, or a Circus to, Magazine right. and look at their pictures. We used to go to a fucking Iron Maiden concert, like we would start planning it a week before, man. Yeah, we, it was a, an event. We man. would leave yeah. at like eleven in the morning, man. We would get set up, we'd have beer, weed, this. I don't we'd think it's going anywhere. Fifty people, yeah. it would be a freaking, Unfortunately, you know, it was an event. But it's, you know, it is what it is, and you got to make it work for you. I mean, the good part you know? is, like Rob was saying, it's like we get we get emails from people all over the world. We get freaking people in Australia and Russia and Japan and Germany and freaking, you know, because of the internet. You know, people are hearing our music. Right. You know, so that's like a, that's like an unescapable good thing about it. You know? Do I wish it was the 80s where we would have signed the pavement and yeah. got like a million dollar friggin' advance? Yeah, yeah that would have been beautiful, but it don't work that way anymore. <laughs> so, so tying into that a bit, there's there's a lot of, like, all of the music festivals, there's two things, two sort of things that tie into that. First of all, you, you mentioned everybody can look on their fucking YouTube, because everyone, and I hate standing at a show staring at a oh, fucking sea of cell phones. Yeah. And so I was wondering, uh, just as sort of a current events kind of a thing, what do you think of what has come out with, uh, I think it was Perfect Circle was touring. And, 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 and any, any of the bands that Maynard is in, like, they'll kick you out if you fucking take your phone out of your pocket. You know, I understand what he's trying to do. Like, you know, where he wants people engaged, you know, and... Um, but I think in the world that we live in today, you kind of got to embrace it. It is what it is. People are going to do what they're going to do. Yeah. Um, you know, if it was a if it was a thing that was, I guess, along the way what the old bands were doing, and it was like a thing that everybody knew, I I would say, cool. Yeah. But it's also, to me, you also want to connect with your fans. You don't want to piss them off. Yeah. Right now, I'll take whatever publicity I can get, man. And so if you want to take pictures and you want to, you know, send it out there. Awesome. You know, these people are paying hard money or, you know, money that they're earning that's, you know, hard for them to get to come see you. Yeah. You know what? I'm pretty confident in what we do. And they're going to come back you and see it again. You know? You're not stopping it either. You know? You're not going to stop Somebody it. Somebody wants to do it. They right, right. freaking got cameras that they can hide or this and that. You know? well, that's, well, that's how that came out in the first place was that a guy posted some photos on Instagram from a Perfect Circle show somewhere in PA. And the... Fuck, like the manager of the venue was like, oh, good on you for getting away with it. We kicked out 70 yeah. people that night. You know, look, I, I look at it I, I look at it as, you know, everybody, each band can do what they're going to do, you know. I still, I'm a firm believer of it. You know, it's, it sucks that it gets out that way, but you know what? If that one video, this is where it's a double-edged sword, if that one video gets out, Okay, and someone's like, wow, that was pretty cool. Maybe they're going to come to the show. Because, you, know, you know, some people are going to be like, you know, they look at it as, you know what, screw these guys. I'm not going to go, you know, I'm not going to go down telling me I can't take a picture. Unfortunately, it's, it's, 
It's today's society, man, and, right. and that phone, or yeah. it's in everybody's hand. Uh, to yeah. me, embrace it. Why fight? Yeah. We were watching Slipknot on the way here. Yeah, I, wa I watched it, and I'm like, I fucking want to be there. Yeah. I want to yeah. go to that show. So it's also just everything that video, has a double-edged sword to it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't get the full effect of the video. No, you still not don't. Not close. Yeah. No, that's I mean, my yeah. instinct. That wasn't enough. That was yeah. a taste. So I want to be in that scene. Right, right. You don't feel that. You don't feel that bass drum or you know the bass guitar. You know the whole effect of the whole live show yeah when you watch it sensory on, overload man. yeah that's what you really want you know. it's a free high man you know and then and then uh, tying even further into that is is that they announced about a month ago that next year is going to be the last year of the Warp Tour. Yes. So that's following in the footsteps of Ozfest, Mayhem, Uproar, Sounds of the Underground. They're all like Ozfest. Ozfest is in California one day a year now, but but all those big touring festivals, the ones that like when I was in. Like in high school and just come out of high school, like so, that was that was like what you fucking did in the yeah, summertime. Like that's all gone. I don't. I I'm not. I'm not for that move. I think festival. I think there should be more festivals. Europe thrives on festivals. Bands want to go to play. You play in front of 40, 50, 60 thousand people right. to see bands play, and unfortunately. That's where the music scene kind of falls apart here in America. To me, there should be more of those. I don't think they should go away. You know, if you want to scale them down, maybe if you worry about ticket sales, you know, make them a little, put some better bands or make it a little bit more user friendly for people, maybe smaller. But I still think festivals should be around. Everything I've ever read about people that run those things, they, they just get so fucking fed up with the bureaucracy of running it. Yeah. Right. But what's nice about festivals is it gives. Of the insurance and this and that. On a band level, though, yeah. what's nice about a festival is it gives opportunity for up-and-coming bands right, right. to get on and showcase you know like you know we have our feelers out for some festivals now there's B stages so for me to get on a festival and be on a B stage while the headliners are there I play in front of the masses man it helps local bands it helps on you know bands that are up-and-coming so on a musician musician standpoint I think it's really good too so I think it's a good thing I think there should be more room I don't think they should go away because instead of putting us out for a month you know playing for 200 people a night for 20 nights it's 4,000 people you can get in front of 40,000 people for a weekend so business-wise it's great but you know I'm sure there's a lot of money involved in insurances and but I don't think it's a reason to stop it, man. I, I just think it should continue. Yeah. It's kind of disappointing that they, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I was never know. much of a warped guy. It was that was always sort of like it's a more metal and yeah. I was more punk. But last year, especially because there was a sort of there was a hole in the market, like they added a bunch of metal bands to yep. Warp last year, and I, I for the first time ever, I actually wanted to go. We actually submitted to that this year. We'll see what happens. So. That'd be awesome. It'd be cool. Um, so the only thing else uh, uh, you, this this tour is over. Uh, my understanding is uh, next week, yeah. December sixteenth. Right, which is yeah. about, about a couple about, weeks, about, week, and about, half, maybe. Yeah, week, yeah. week and a half maybe. Week, week and a half. So I was just wondering, what's I mean, you get the holidays coming up. I'm sure you guys want to you know take time to be with family and stuff. But what's what's next after this is over? More on the road. We actually have um, a lot of submissions out right now um, for other tours, other shows. And in the process of all that too, re writing and recording, yeah, you know, get back in. We we were like pretty much instructed to get some new material to them. Cause they, we, our last response from the label was, 
you know, you know I think they're, they're like Rob was saying the the goal of this album they weren't you know I don't want to say they weren't expecting much but they weren't expecting an explosion right right and I don't think we had an explosion but I think it was better than expected right right to the point where they're like you know what that's, but that's you, you keep looking energy. at thespire.com. We're going to be out there. We got tours that are going to be happening yeah. this spring. Okay. Um, but in the winter, you know, in the winter months, we're still going to be playing. You know, okay. we're going to do a lot of one-off shows and maybe a couple small little regional stuff. Right. But we'll be out. You know, we're just going to basically take the holidays, do a little writing, and in between, you know, we'll be playing. But we'll be back out south during the winter. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll be back That's out. We got tours in the works and even talks of going to Europe in the summertime. Okay. You know, everything right now is in the talk phases and, and we're going to see, we're throwing all the stones and we're going to see where they you know, where they fall. Yeah, I mean, that's a, again, one of the bonuses of going on a road with a band like Bobaflex, man. It's we, been great. We learn a lot and we, uh, it gives you, you know, some road warrior experience because if you can run with them, man, oh, you know, yeah. you're a real yeah. deal. And, uh, so it's it's been helping our our outlook. Now we're getting a lot more feelers. Yeah. And they're great guys, you know, even though Marty, you know, yeah. he's us, Marty's ego's a little big once in a while, you know, but they've been great guys, you know. Um, you know, we got to keep him in check once in a while. <laughs> oh, they're awesome, man. But yeah, no, you they've been great, man. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm friends with those dudes. I've, I've seen them every, pretty much every fucking time that they've come to Jersey since 2012. Oh, great. They're great, man. Yeah, awesome. we, we hang out every night, man. I get to, we can't stop singing songs after we work, yeah. man, you know. Thank you but, so much for your time. No problem. Is there Download sites, man. iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, um, Amazon, Best Buy. Pick up the CD, and I'm not just saying that, you know, if you're a metal fan, there's all kinds of aspects of metal in our music, and I think you'll really dig it. Check out the video. Um, it's like a pure metal. Yeah, you know. Um, you can despire.com have all the animation, but, you know, definitely pick it up. I think people will dig it, and come out, you know, come check it out. Come show when we're in your town. All right. Sounds good. Thanks a lot, cool, guys. Man.
And from the EP Irritation, that was the Spire with the title track and first single, Irritation. I want to thank Rob, Dennis, and Kevin for being on the show. Um, you can check them out at uh, despire.com or facebook.com slash despire. You can also find the band on Instagram at Despire Music and on Twitter at Despire Info. And that's spelled D-E-S-P-Y-R-E. Um, you can also follow this podcast, if you're not already, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon. And uh, it's also part of the Club Kayfabe Creative Community, ckccconline.com, or on Facebook and Twitter. Um, also, Industry Embers, you can follow them, uh, or us, rather, uh, at Industry Embers on Facebook and Twitter, and make sure to tweet or comment any music purchases with the hashtag BuyMusic, B-U-Y, or it's BuyMusic. Now, um, this may or may not be the last episode for 2017. I have another episode in the works, uh, but I don't know if it's going to be ready before the end of the year. Um, but if, if uh, it it may be up next week, or it may have to wait till after the first of the year. It all depends. There's uh, some things in motion there, uh, some moving parts that I don't know quite how everything's going to land yet. But look for a new episode within the next, I'd say, week or two for sure. Um, and uh, I've got big things coming in the event that this is the last episode of the of the year. Uh, i got big things uh, I'm working on for 2018. Uh, everything depends, though, on... Uh, you know, I can only ask for, for guests. They have to say yes. <laughs> and you guys can help with that by following the social media networks I've already given you and uh, contributing to the uh, to the Patreon, which I will, be, I will be launching something with that after the first of the year for sure uh, to get that going because, like I've mentioned in the last few episodes, that hasn't gone anywhere, but that's because I haven't done anything with it. So that's on me. Um... But keep an eye out for those things and, and, and share this share the podcast with your friends, guys. You can you can uh, send invites to people on Facebook or, or you know tweet about us, whatever. Uh, still have that giveaway going for the uh, uh, Boba Flex CDs that I mentioned in the last episode. Um, I extended that till the end of the month, which end of the year I created a little. Uh, the fuck is that called? I created an offer for it on the Facebook page, outlining uh, the the rules of the giveaway. So if you're still interested in those Boba Flex CDs, be sure to enter that contest. Uh, just follow, go to the offers tab on the J Bunny's Music Hub Facebook page, and rules are right there. Um, now I'm going to leave you with another song from Despire's EP Irritation. This is the opening track from the EP. This is called Blue Sky. Until next time, guys. <laughs>